Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. This podcast is for information only and is not intended to be investment or financial advice. If you have any questions, please contact your financial advisor. Welcome to the Omnis Investment Club podcast. I'm Rohit Vaswani from Omnis Investments and here to take you through what's happened in markets last week. Of course, the UK political landscape was in the focus. But as always, let's start with the US and I'll spend a bit longer on the UK towards the end of this episode. The S&P 500 recorded strong gains, up over 4.7% during the week. The week started on a strong note, partly as investors took in the U-turn in the UK government's fiscal stimulus plan, more on this later, but also pared back their pessimism from the previous week. Better than expected financial results from American bank Goldman Sachs and aerospace company Lockheed Martin also provided a boost to sentiment. Midway through the week, markets fell a little as some officials from the Federal Reserve talked tough and indicated a continuation in aggressive interest rate raises well into 2023. However, on Friday morning, stocks bounced again after the Wall Street Journal reported that some officials at the Federal Reserve wanted to slow down interest rate hikes to see the impact they were having on the economy. All in all, it was a strong week for the US stock market. On the economic side, it appears that the housing market is slowing down with declines in mortgage applications and housing starts. On the flip side, manufacturing rose more than expected in September and jobless claims fell more than anticipated. Japanese equities ended a choppy week lower than they began as global recessionary fears and further currency weakness remained prevalent themes. The Nikkei 225 ended the week down 0.7%. US inflation data released the previous week seemed to hit Japan's markets with delayed impact amid growing expectations that the Federal Reserve could announce another large interest rate hike in November. The yen was in the spotlight as it weakened against a strengthening US dollar even further. On the economic front, data showed that Japan's core inflation, excluding the impact of tax hikes, hit 3% for the first time in over three decades. Over in China, stock markets recorded a weekly loss after Beijing delayed releasing key economic data without explanation. The blue chip CSI 300 index, which tracks the largest listed companies in Shanghai and Shenzhen, fell 2.6%. The delay in releasing economic data raised speculation that the GDP report would show that China's economy was on track to miss the official growth target of around 5.5% this year and that officials sought to avoid any fallout from its release during the week-long Communist Party Congress, which began on 16th October. The twice-a-decade gathering of the country's top leadership wrapped up on 23rd October and handed President Xi Jinping a third five-year term as party chief. At the time of recording, the latest GDP numbers for China had been released and showed the economy's expansion was slower than China has become used to in recent decades. We'll cover this in more detail next week. The onshore yuan fell to its weakest closing level against the US dollar since the 2008 global financial crisis, despite the efforts of banks to support the currency. The yuan and most other developed and emerging market currencies have been pressured by the surging dollar as the Federal Reserve has aggressively hiked interest rates to fight inflation, while China's central bank has been easing policy to support a slowing economy. 
Shares in Europe rose alongside US markets and on, on the resignation of UK Prime Minister Liz Truss and the scrapping of her fiscal policies. The Eurostoxx 50 ended the week up 2.8%. The European Central Bank is meeting later this week and it is widely expected that it will raise interest rates by 0.75 percentage points. In economic news, German producer prices rose significantly in September as energy prices continue to soar. Meanwhile, investor sentiment in Germany ticked up in October from near-record lows, but broader pessimism about current conditions increased as the economic outlook deteriorated further. And let's wrap up with the UK, where it was anything but a quiet week. The FTSE 100 was up 1.6% during the week. Now, the week began with the newly appointed Chancellor of the Exchequer, Jeremy Hunt, ripping up almost all of Liz Truss's mini-budget scrapping virtually all of the announced tax cuts and drastically scaling back the government's flagship plan to cap raising energy prices. Political and economic confusion remained for much of the week, culminating in the resignation of Liz Truss after just 45 days in office. Her government collapsed in the wake of the market turmoil sparked by her proposals to slash taxes and boost borrowing and spending. At the time of recording, ex-Prime Minister Boris Johnson had publicly pulled out of the contest. His withdrawal from the contest leaves former Chancellor Rishi Sunak as a clear front-runner to succeed Liz Truss as Conservative leader and Prime Minister, possibly as soon as today, but definitely by the end of the week. The sterling rose more than half a percent against the dollar following Boris Johnson's decision to drop out of the race. Chancellor of the Exchequer Jeremy Hunt pressed on with a new budget due next week on October the 31st that will seek to plug a £40 billion hole in the public finances. Beyond political turmoil, inflation for the month of September came in at 10.1%, higher than August. Core inflation, which excludes food and energy prices, also climbed, hitting a 30-year high of 6.5%. British shoppers cut their spending that month as well. Retail sales volumes dropped 1.4% in September from August. A sharp fall in fuel sales and a bank holiday marking Queen Elizabeth II's funeral drove the decline. Meanwhile, a consumer confidence index, which gives an indication of how people view their finances and economic prospects, fell to a 50-year low. So clearly political turmoil dominated markets here in the UK with ripple effects throughout the world. But markets broadly had a positive week, one which the previous week's pessimism had reversed, amidst indications that the Federal Reserve may look to slow down the pace at which it raises interest rates. That's it from me today. I'll be back for more next week. This podcast has been brought to you by Omnis Investments, which is authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority.